0: so that's when it all started really and that's when i started to really um because i formed it i i started to put my stamp on on, oh, yeah. on 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 john's boys and what it stood for you know and then it was you know it was you know it's it's another learning curve i would say um and things take time to gel as a choir um things take time to be recognized as well people just you know just don't have instant success sort of thing yeah
1: I'm talking to Alet Phillips, He's the artistic director and the conductor of John's Boys Choir. Good morning, Alet. It's so great to meet you here on Zoom.
0: Good morning. Lovely to meet you too.
1: Where are you based exactly, Alet?
0: Oh, I'm sitting now in uh, rainy Wrexham, North Wales. Um, yeah, so it's um, chucking it down this morning.
1: It's oh, cold. Really. <laughs> well, um, beautiful Wales and also uh, known for producing wonderful singers And you are the a choir director Yes,
0: um, Wales is renowned as the land of song And uh, we've got some, had to, over the years, and still have some fantastic singers And currently I uh, conduct a choir called John's Boys, uh, A male voice chorus, uh, with a bit, of, a bit of a twist I would say uh, which okay. we, it's, um, it's having a lot of success, I'd say, at the moment. Yeah, we're, we're doing really, really well.
1: But uh, Wales is also known for male choirs. I mean, you you get beautiful male uh, male voices then there. Not that I say the women don't have nice voices, but I mean, you always hear about the male choirs of Wales.
0: Yes, yeah, it's it's the tradition, I would say, um, from years and years back um, through the sort of the coal mines, the different industries where the the men in Wales would um, go um, and sing um, songs um, to make them feel good, religious songs, uh, love songs. So it was a bit of a community, and I would say most villages uh, would have possibly two or three male voice choirs um, in their village. Um, so it's it is a you know a tradition that's gone uh, for generations and generations.
1: Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know it. That's mm. where it originated.
0: Yeah, um, and obviously um, it was a source where um, people could write music. For the choirs because they have to perform something because you know it's a it's a specific genre of music, um, so the settings there'd be tremendous settings by Welsh composers as well, um, you know British composers really for male voice choirs, and some of these pieces are absolutely incredible. And we don't hear them as much these days because the forces you need to sing them, you know, because many years back you'd have choirs of one hundred and fifty. Easily 150 men. Really? Uh, yes, Good. and um, yeah, yeah. And he'd, he'd, uh, You know, I'd hear stories of, um, you know, of they would go down the mine for all day, and he would come home and wouldn't even get washed, and go straight to the, say Miners' Institute, mm. straight to the choir rehearsal, sort of thing, and maybe two 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 nights a week. Uh, but these these pieces that they were performing were huge um, in length uh, and um, in the sort of the um, the force of the song as well that you needed, yes. Yeah. So it's the incredible pieces. So got, they've sort of gone together, I would say, over the years. Um, wonderful compositions and wonderful choirs. So, so did
1: uh, you sing in a choir yourself?
0: Yeah. Yes, I was. Uh, my father was in a choir, mm-hmm. and um, at a young age, um, I would go to the rehearsals. And if if my mum was going out um, to one of her um, things, I would have to go and sit in choir rehearsal in the back. And I remember being oh, very young, maybe 10 years of age, sitting in the back and uh, listening. Um, and then I think I just got an ear for it, I suppose. And um, that came the norm and I'd go, I would ask to go. So whereas I started off having to go because there's nobody to look after me at home, I started to say, oh, can I come and listen? Um, so at the age of 30, I actually joined. Wow. Yeah, I remember uh, having a suit, which was way too big because I was <laughs> Men's size suits This suit was humongous. Um, Yeah, and I I think that was, um, you know, a a memory uh, that will always stay with me. Um, It was a time where you, I learned a lot about life, um, about you know how to uh, what what was funny, what was serious, Um, because at that age you don't really know, dear. You You know, nobody. um, And um, so I would say fifty percent of it was the music. The other 50 that I was learning was what it was like to be um, friends, what friends meant, um, how you, um, as a younger person, looked up to the people, um, and how I learned then, at a very old age, how you should support a, a, a young singer, because that's what was happening a lot in the choir that I was involved with. There was a good range um, of old and young, and I think those things um, stayed with me. Throughout my career, I would say that was that was a, a major um, input. I would say influence of um, what I wanted to create later in life.
1: I hear that so many times. I myself sang in a choir when I was a child, and I can still remember that com- uh, um, community feel and that mm-hmm. that friendship. And yesterday, also, I spoke to a South African uh, soprano, and and we talked about this whole culture in South Africa, also mm. the. The choir singing and how that keeps gets the discipline you know and mm-hmm. the um, mm-hmm. uh the working towards something together in a group you know that's that sort of idea yes
0: yeah I think a lot of the time and you don't read I think obviously it's it's a big big word isn't it this amateur um you know you talk about amateur choirs or professional choirs um mm-hmm. uh, you know the goal and the aim for a lot of amateur choirs is is, is much bigger. You know, there's no financial reward as such. It's it's the the journey they go on together, which oh. is more important uh, than the end goal. Um, so, you know, when you're working for those sort of things, um, yeah, it, it has a massive impact. Um, more than people actually realise, I'd say. Um, I, I think maybe the the people with often the people within the choir don't actually realise the impact. Yeah, uh, you don't realize how lucky you are. Yeah,
1: because yeah, you mentioned now something that I didn't think about, and it's yes that you know there's no financial reward yet. People go every week and mm. and um, mm. few times a week and go and practice and put so much effort in, and it's it's mm. about what you're doing not about the the financial reward yes
0: yeah and i think it's really i've learned um maybe um you know professionally for me now that it's the aim is to try and get the same type of people together to work oh, together yeah. you know i suppose it's like a football team i always think of choirs as a football team if you've got the players that you want you can mold them better um, you know and that's where it's you know it's there's a lot more to just a voice in the choir there's a, there's, you know, you need different characters. Um, so a, choir is, a good choir is built on lots of things, not just the voice. Mm. Mm. So
1: did you also uh, study music? Uh, you know, did you play an instrument?
0: Yeah, so um, I was a bit of a late starter, really. Uh, I was lucky. I didn't have pushy parents. They, they waited for me to say I wanted to have lessons before mm. I had any um, piano lessons. And I suppose I remember being in secondary school Um, And that's where um, I started to go to choir. And I tried to keep it very quiet. It was not cool at all to be in a male voice choir at the age of 30. (laughs) 13 to 16 is possibly the most uncool, at that time, the most uncool thing ever. Mm -hmm. And I remember we used to rehearse in the school I was in. And when we were leaving the school, there was a a, um, youth club on at the same time as choir rehearsal. So you can imagine all the cool kids going to the youth club and Aled Phillips walking into choir. (laughs) so it was like oh please don't nobody see me and please don't anybody see me it's like oh no so i had to creep you know and then i remember also to go to a concert and we'd walk from my house me and my dad would walk from my house to catch the bus and to pass the bus you had to go past this shop and the shop was the coolest shop to be in to go by and stand you know and there was me going up in this suit that was too big having to pass all my friends who were all the cool gang, you know, starting to do this, venture out and all sorts. Um, but actually, it's funny to turn the tables back. I don't know, goodness knows how many years since I left school. Um, in in reunions, um, when I speak to people, they tell me the same people, the same friends said, that, oh, I thought it was amazing I was in the choir. Really? It was incredible. Yeah, yeah, shows yeah, all you, that, eh? yeah. All the yeah. time I was thinking, Oh, please don't see me. Please, you know, pass, you know, and you know, um yeah, yeah and it's it's interesting how so many yeah. contact me, so many of my friends contact me and say, Oh, I'm so amazed what you've done. If you and mm-hmm. we remember you going to choir and remember you sneaking in, we could always see it, and it's like, oh, you know, and um so it wasn't very cool then. So I think that's another thing that's influenced me that I've tried to make singing in a male choir cool. For people that age, you know, I would, I would hate for anybody to have the experiences that I felt at the time, although it's funny now to look back. It was, it was like, you know, something you're really passionate in. It wasn't very cool. Um, yeah, I thought, you know, I thought it was cool. It, it's, um, so that yeah, is yeah. another, that's another tick I would say in my box of where we've got to today is starting to put young, um, seeing how what it's like to be in a in a male adult um, situation but also to make it accessible for young people i think that's really really important that you know that stops so many people in the world and they're doing things because they haven't got the access to it exactly. um and i think what i've learned also is that the choir has to bend it so it makes it cool for the young one not mm. the other way around you know it's you know and that can be the, the repertoire that can be what you do that could be yeah. you know um You know, it's um, because I was, I remember I've I've had a chat with my dad for years about going to chapel or church. Chapel's very popular in Wales. Um, But I said, oh, why why did you go? He said, all my friends were there. So so it was like going to see my friends. And he said, when I was in the choir, all my mates in the choir. That's not as much the same now. So whenever I try to get young people to join the choir, uh, which is not as popular as it was, I must say, uh, I've been very lucky that um, I have these young voices but I always try and get them in twos in pairs to come
1: oh yeah
0: and it's very important that you know right you come this week okay next time do you know anybody else would like to come with you I'd rather somebody come with them to rehearsal that they can't even sing so they're not on their own That's um wonderful yeah. yes and it's you know and um, yeah so I think it's had, um, so going back to the studying music um, it was just a natural progression that I did music in secondary school And then I went on to do it in A-levels. And so there was a big time. I had big influences as well. Two teachers were very um, influential, um, uh, really sort of got me on the the road for excellence. And then I went off to university to study music. And and I think those are the times when I started to do the things I really loved. So I did um, arranging for choirs conducting um and that I think that at that time it was sort of it was some paths crossing as in my background with choirs um you know uh, my family I suppose and then with the actual um educational side so it was, it was coming together heart and mind I would say wow. um yeah um no so it
1: just this is also a story um of- that that john mortimer um i spoke to him a while ago and he it's the same thing it's almost as if you were led you know it was like the path mm-hmm. you, you went on this path yeah. and just, these things happen yeah
0: it's a it's a funny thing when you've got a passion for something um the only way i could explain it is if you've got a passion a deep passion for something whatever happens in life whatever everybody tells you try and relate it to that yeah um it's very interesting. so if things like if I if I'm reading a book or something like that and I, I do read a lot of autobiographies and things like that and I think of something and they is, and I think, oh, how can that relate to choir? Oh yeah, that we could introduce that to choir or you know or um, an um, I don't know an artist or something I said oh that we could or even a businessman you know I read books on business and things I said, oh, we could introduce that choir. why not you know um, so um, I think if you've got a real deep passion for something, it's it, you can't get away from it it's yeah. you know people say oh just, just switch off so no i never switch off you know um but there, uh, yeah
1: yeah and i i love the fact that you give also opportunity to to children who like you say don't necessarily can have the best voices because i think we live also in a world where uh sometimes there are things where children are excluded just because they're not that perfect or they're they not at that oh, specific level yeah. and, and you sometimes think it's it's about more than that it's about really developing this child or giving the child the opportunity to express themselves
0: yes um i would say you know there's times where the the, the sort of the underdog singers come into the room and actually turned out better than the person that was going in really? first you know, um, the, the the thing is with the voice, and especially with, if you're training a voice with a choir, it, it's a chorister you want, really, rather than a singer. So they turn out to be sometimes, these. you know, you can get a wonderful singer who just wants to be heard, whereas a chorister, you know, will gel with others. Uh, and it's been part of the team, and they'll bring something to that group, which somebody else can't, uh, but to give somebody, you know, opportunities. I think that is the key thing, I think, uh, you know, what you want to achieve, I would say, is to give people wonderful opportunities through male voice choir singing.
1: Mm.
0: Um, that That is my main goal, I would say.
1: Well, I I have to say here, my choir teacher, Anna-Marie van der Waal, uh, she used to give me a chance and I wasn't the best singer. So this is why I love what you're doing as well, because I remember that my years in the choir was so wonderful for me and I knew I wasn't the best singer, but... You know, it was that that opportunity yeah, that
0: I yeah. got. Yeah, I remember somebody telling me once that if you get a room full of anybody and they know each other, and you ask them to go in an order of how good they are, they normally get the order the same as what the you know the teacher would put them in. Really? Yeah, so you know people do know where they are. They stand mm-hmm. in their rankings, don't they? And they, I think sometimes if you're a really good team at working together, they appreciate appreciate where you are in that ladder. And I think mm-hmm. if you can get that, you get something really, really special. Um, there's no individuals, is there really, even if there might be different levels.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about your um, boys choir now, the the uh, John's Boys Choir.
0: Yes. Yeah. So um, after um, graduating in university, um, obviously I lived in a village where there were choirs and I was very fortunate to have an opportunity to conduct um some of them um and obviously it was an interesting time I um, as the, as I remember telling you that in in um in villages there was two choirs in in my village two male voice choirs and I was in the rose Orpheus choir with my father as a young lad 13 years of age however when I was a lot older well forward 15 odd years i became the conductor of the other male voice choir really yeah so and it was a bit like i know real madrid and barcelona manchester united man city the big rivalry
1: yeah
0: it's never been done i don't think before i won't be done after i don't think that you know you had somebody who was in maybe you know sang in one and conducted the other um, and uh, yes, it was a. How big, did your dad
1: big, feel about that?
0: Uh, well, it's it's one of that is an interesting thing because I'd had my grounding, my background, my life um, was so much of the the choir I was in as a young young man. Um, but it was, it's one of those I think when you become professional in something. Um, you know, and you strive for professionals, and it's 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 a job. You know, it's it's a bit like a, yeah, yeah. a, a team. You know, mm-hmm. if if you play in a team, it doesn't mean you only manage that team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or, or you've you know you've built that business, you only earn that business. So yeah, so and I had a very good, successful time with the choir, and it was a really um, you know enjoyable time to start to learn the craft of um, arranging pieces for them. Starting to um, enter and win competitions. Yes, yeah, so it was, it was really interesting. And what is interesting is that both of the choirs. Now, this is the link. Now, both the choirs um, were conducted by two um, um, very profound musicians in the area, and um, two dedicated men. And they both names started with John. Really? Yeah. So the Rose Office was John Glyn Williams. And the Rose Male Voice Choir was John Tudor Davis. So um, forward a few years, so back in 2016 now, um, where the both choirs used to go to rehearse many years back when the mines are open was called the Institute, the Stute in Broad Street. And they had a special evening and I decided to um, get some seniors together um, and... I tried to get singers that were in both choirs.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and that weren't singing in the choirs at the moment because, um, you know, we have commitments is much harder these days, actually. It's funny, we could talk about that as well, about commitments, you know. And um, so I put them together and we sang arrangements by the two Johns. And oh, I Albertson, I thought, what name can we call it? And that's where they came walking on stage. I just called it Johns Boys. And to wow. you know, honour these two men, um, and that's where it all started, really, um, and that's where the name came from, and that's you know, and it's it's an interesting one. I have some emails saying, "Hi, John." I have uh, people waving as we been down the road. You know, hi, John. I'll see you in the oh concert. Really? it's like, yeah. my, my name's not John. You know, and, the, and there's no John in the choir either, which is incredible. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, we've we've had all sorts. I remember we went to one concert and this man thought everybody in the choir was called John. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, so it's um, and that's so that's where it all started. Yeah
1: so the other, um, choirs,
0: the, the other two choirs uh, the other two choirs they don't yeah, exist anymore yeah they they, they still they still exist oh, they still yes exist. Yeah. they still exist um, so um, you know but so that's when it all started really and that's when I started to really because um, I formed it I, I started to my stamp uh, on, on, oh, yeah. on, on on John's boys and what it stood for you know and then it was you know it was you know it's it's so another learning curve, I would say, um, and things take time to gel as a choir. Um, things take time to be recognised as well. People just, you know, just don't have instant success, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but then in 2019, um, we went to the International Flångotland uh, International East Edward, which is, um, you know, world-renowned um, and we won uh, the male vice wow. category. And um, yes, yeah, oh, so, uh, yeah, so we won the Milt West category. Um, and then what happens is all the category winners um, go against each other in the evening um, for the Tavarotti um, Choir of the World Prize. And this has been won by choirs, you know, um, incredible choirs over the years from all over the world. America, you know, South Africa, um, some wonderful choirs. But what was interesting, in my mind, I'd known for ooh, 30 odd years, say, eh, that no Welsh Millboard Choir had ever won Quiet mm-hmm. World. So in my mind, I've been thinking planning this after many years, really, that to win it, you have to do something different because a lot of a lot of male voice choirs have won the male category. They've been very successful. You know, we think you we were saying earlier, were not we, about how um sort of you know renowned across the world they' almost quite they're renowned for winning things as well so they would win the, get to the category final a lot but to go that extra step i knew that possibly had to do something different than they did and it was an incredible night and uh, next to me here is the uh, the trophy
1: wow
0: yeah oh, so it's wow. the um, Goling choir of the world Pavarotti trophy um, 6th of july 2019
1: amazing Congratulations. Yeah. Oh. Yes.
0: But what did you do that was so different? Um, well, that's a good call. It, it, it? I find this this question very, very difficult to answer because I would hate to upset anybody else, but yeah. you have to do, look at things, and prep, you know, preparation is different. Um, whereas traditional choirs we were rehearsing once or twice a week. I would be asking these young singers who couldn't commit to maybe traditional choirs, you know, this is an interesting one. Many years back, people didn't have TV and things like that. So remember, we we go back to the the men coming from the pit. Their only source of freedom possibly was to sing in the choir.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: These days, it's, you know, people are moving away from the area um, and people are a lot more busy. And so I knew that there was no way I could get these young, busy, young men who've got families, busy um, careers or in university. There's no way I could do once or twice a week. So we changed how we'd rehearse. And so the choir actually decided when they rehearse, not me. They pick the date, which is, you know, different. Mm -hmm. And then so that was one thing preparation. The uh, repertoire we sort of did was different, Um, you know, piece. A, a difficult piece is a difficult piece it's the way you go about it um and I would say just a bit more visual maybe um and a different sound um I try to to take away and I, it's not criticism I try to take away that anybody would realize we were from Wales so we didn't sing a Welsh song oh I see yeah so I try to you know so the adjudicators the judges are an international panel and I try to portray it that to the to the to those that we were in inter- international choir, um, you know. So you know, you know, it's there's pluses and negatives, I suppose, in that and how you perceived in your own country. Um, yes, yeah, so it was an incredible, incredible night. Um, and it, was, it took a long time to actually sink in. It actually happened, I can you know.
1: Imagine. Yeah. yeah. But what what a motivation it is also for the choir. Then I think to to get them together, and I mean, after they won, uh, what did could you see that there were more they were more inclined to to make time for the choir?
0: Well, that is interesting. That is, yeah, I would say, you know, going for this goal that you're trying to get somebody to get somewhere that nobody else has been is is hard to get somebody, you know, to keep them the motivation. Um, to get people to get to that standard um, is 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 tricky because you are ask them it's it's how much is a gain? I'm not you know it's not their yeah it's it's trying to get them to believe in the path in the journey without any success or without any reward as such oh, and that's yeah. that's hard yeah. that's hard you know if you if you know if you you've, if you've got a hard job to do but you know you're getting paid for it it's a lot easier. Um you know, so it's 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 and I think going back to when I was a young chorister, at the age of thirteen, I realized how everybody is unique and you need to treat people differently individually. And I would say that's where the choir don't really know what goes on between me and the others. It's a very was, personal, um, personal thing, you know. So I would have regular conversations with people individually, but you know, not as a I wouldn't do that in front of everybody else. Mm. And it's just trying to find out, you know, um, I'm not sure how many conductors would um have conversations with partners and wives, how are they feeling? And how's that going to affect their performance in the choir rehearsal or or their wives reach out to me and say things like, you know, how is he today? You know, he obviously um. he's come there to express the music. Very expressive thing to ask somebody, and you know, yeah. you know, then it's you know, it becomes a very um manageable thing between um, you know, to people to get them all working together. Um, yeah, and then um, it was it was an incredible achievement. Um, and then a couple of months later, there was the. it was interesting because every year we have another Estetwood, the National Estetwood of Wales. Mm-hmm. And we'd put our name down to compete in that for the first time. We never competed. So we were up against just the Welsh male voice choirs now. And I think there was like 16. So you can imagine we just won Choir of the World and you're up against 16 other male voice choirs.
1: Wow. Yeah. From
0: Wales So it was You know Can you imagine So um, we won um, Wow Yeah So we won And were, you can imagine If we hadn't won People said Oh we'd beat quite the world
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And
0: early, so early, the
1: pressure
0: in, like, was on Yeah And early It was interesting Early that year as well And um, we'd won another t- The TV um, Welsh Male West Choir TV um, Competition as well So we did the You know It was the hat trick mm-hmm. um, Yeah and I, But it was interesting I Sort of had a fear. I, I, have I, got a post somewhere that I've sent to all the lads that I think this year we will win the lot, and yeah. and we did. Yes, we did. Do. We won four. We won the Mill, vo- we won the Welsh TV and the male voice category, Choir of the World, and then the Nationalist Seven took four in one year. So it's neat. Yeah,
1: I, I think uh, now when when other choirs see your name on the on the list of of. Um... People taking part in a competition—they are just going to assume you are going to win?
0: Well, well, it's keeping this—it's getting somewhere and reaching those standards. Staying there's is a is a yeah, different. Yeah. It's a different. That's a different uh, imagine, sort of yeah. art form. Art form for the mm-hmm. choir and the conductor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it was um, sadly just after we we had lots of invites all over the world, but uh, we, um COVID came along, which really. Yeah. Um, put us in the back foot Um, you know we lost lots of concerts and you know uh, it was a it, I, I'd say it's a bad time really bad timing for the choir um, but yeah. we got a lot out of it we carried on throughout um, the, that time we were rehearsing online and then I think when we got to meet up again I think possibly it changed and we realized how you know um, important each member was to each other mm-hmm. um, yeah and I would say the dynamics changed again and um,
1: well, I and think then, it's um, a, a lot of a lot of artists have told me during lockdown also that uh, musicians that you know it was this time where they just reached this level where they you know were invited for something or they just uh, the role that they really waited for and mm-hmm. then lockdown came. So it was for many. It was that they they reached that point where it was now you know sort of the place where they wanted to be and then mm. lockdown came. But I I wonder if, like you saying now, there were other things that we learned through lockdown and, and you saying now that how the choir then realised, you know, this, this community yeah. feel, how they appreciate yeah. each
0: other. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it was an interesting time for everybody, I suppose. And uh, you realise what is important to you, exactly. uh, the important things. And, yeah, and, uh, you know, we... we we should always remember that, and not take them for granted. I would say, mm-hmm. um, but no. And then, um, then we had um, a few more concerts It took ta- people' time to get back into things. You yeah. know, it's not as simple. You know, the, you know the voices and muscles. It takes time to. Um, and then, obviously, we um, got involved with the TV program, mm-hmm. um, which changed the choir. Um, you know, how can I say it? You know, the Britain's Got Talent um was well it was just an incredible moment i'd say
1: i can imagine because then it's mm. also you have an audience that that's not necessarily going to uh listen to choir music and suddenly mm. you get them aware of mm. of mm. the music
0: yeah i I'd, I'd known for a long time that we were different mm. and i knew long time we, was, we had something special in the sound and we'd gone to Ireland you know, and sung there and did really, really well, just the way people reacted. And we had something different, I'd say. Um, but it was always sad that we were never going to, not be heard. Um, so when the opportunity to go on the show came, I think the biggest thing was it will give us a platform for people to hear us.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: That was the biggest thing. And it certainly has, you know, it was... Um, <laughs> it's an incredible machine to be involved with. It really is, you know, life. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so obviously, how did
1: you, uh, how did you just, des- uh, did you decide to just, um, go for it or, or what was the yeah. idea? For um, so,
0: um, you, we've got, obviously when we ended invited to go on the show, it's a big call, you know, it's, um, uh, it's sort of what sort of image was it is it going to change the image of the choir was it going to you know change how people saw us or thought of us so we had a discussion and it was decided that i think would be a good thing to do it raise our profile um, but i don't think we realized then how big the profile was going to change us um, and then remember it's going back to as back to my first choir when i was 13 um, I didn't want to go on and do what every else had been doing—the traditional pieces, possibly linked to Wales. I don't know, linked to choirs, I suppose. So that was when I decided that we need to do something different, and that's when I started to arrange this um, song called "Biblical" by Callum Scott. And I, you know, I think it was, took people by surprise that we were going to do this arrangement. And um, yeah, and I remember it's interesting, really, because. You know, we normally have a piano accompaniment, so I would we'd play with a piano company, Glian, the wonder, how wonderful wonderful companies to play. But that doesn't happen on the show. On the show, you've got live tracks. Oh, I see. So we never sung with tracks before. I said, where the heck can we get these tracks from? Anyway, I did some research and I got a name a really good and then Welsh Welshman um created these tracks for us, you know. And but what was interesting, he actually lived in Canada. Really? Yeah, so I'd have these tracks sent to me at silly clock in the morning because he's in a different time time zone. Yeah, yeah. And it was just amazing. Just a back and two when we were saying doing this. And yeah, and we and uh, we had the dates to go and do the auditions in the Lowry in Manchester, which is a gorgeous venue. And um I think that's when we realized again, wow, this is a bit different, you know, the crowds are all outside waiting for people who these guests, artists and things. And we went on stage, and it was just absolutely amazing, the feedback um, from the four judges. It so was Simon Cowell, you know, he's, you know the, yeah. the god of music, sort of thing, TV music. He, you know, He's there, it's weird just thinking, there he is, you know. Yeah, you say, yeah. Don't stare, don't stare at him, just try, you know. And you, you go on, you're trying your best to uh, act normal and be normal, sort of thing, it was quite hard, you know. You know that whatever you're going to say is going to be live on TV. Yeah. Um, and all these things are going through your mind right, what you're going to say. And, and I think the big thing was, you know, were you going to win the show? It was more, no, we just want people to hear us. And mm-hmm. uh, that was, you know. And then, uh, and I remember, you know, different things like the crowd. I remember that, you know, you're trying to conduct, and I couldn't hear the choir or the music or anything because the crowd was really? so loud. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and we have the other, you you've got it, but then you get the four yeses and uh, that, that, yeah and that's an interesting thing you know you the next day you know you're thinking did that really happen did that actually yeah, did, did i meet know. those you know did that happen that audience we never sung to an audience as big as that and then you've got the waiting game then um you're not allowed to tell anybody obviously it's a big top secret and you're just waiting to see if you put through the live shows and um i remember being in you're thinking will we get through won't we get through it's you know it's either yes or no sort of thing and you go around and I remember um, being in school, I was in a prime, primary school, and the uh, phone rang, I saw this number, and then, uh, yeah, they phoned up to say, you've been put through to the live shows, you know, and it's oh. like, wow, you know, and, you, and you, people tell you how many millions watch it and so on, and uh, yeah. So obviously, the, then the next step was, obviously, this is top secret, so I'll tell them you would be through, um, but then the auditions go out each week, like a TV and um I remember being out and my phone just went absolutely crazy. I thought what because they don't tell you when you're gonna it's top secret, you don't tell you when you're on the TV. Oh,
1: I see and my yeah.
0: phone just went crazy. And they realized they released us on the TV and my phone. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I had people on the drive outside tooting their horns saying, hey, well really? done.
1: Oh, yeah, really it was yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And what was interesting the day uh, it was a Saturday night we went out to do, and millions of people watch it, you know, and the, our Facebook followers just went through the roof. And, but strangely enough, I don't know how it worked out this, but we had a um, rehearsal the next day as well. So that was really nice that we all met oh, up the they, next Oh, yeah. Yeah. We all met up the next day, and we were looking oh, at messages people have written yeah. and the feedback, and it was great. And oh, then, then we had to, And then, yeah, yeah, and then we had to go down to London. There was three of us went down to London to do some interviews, and that was just... You know, and I remember being on the train, the three of us remember every stop we went to, you know, being dry, we were on the train. And the next stop is, we had a look and another million people had seen it. It was like, wow, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then... uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah, but that, um, I mean, I saw it, uh, I saw the audition, or or not the audition, yeah, it's that that Mm. where you sang the first time. It's basically the audition that you say. Yeah. And you think, um, I mean, what year was that when you did the Britain's Got Talent?
0: Uh, That was only last year. That was not even a year ago. wasn't even a year ago.
1: Yeah, and I saw it only um, recently. It came on my newsfeed um, you know, so I, I'm not even in Britain to have watched the show, mm. but it came on my newsfeed. And so it shows you that it's still going on. It's still, people still well, yeah. see it. Yeah, it's, yeah,
0: it's in, it is incredible because the, the, the song itself, biblical, wasn't in the charts. Um, it went out the charts, but when we sang it, it went back in. And it actually really? went higher than it was when it was in the charts. Wow. And I think, yeah, I think, I think we would up to, I don't know how many million, it's like 21 million or something. people have watched it on various mm. streams. Um, yeah, so then obviously you go to the live shows down in London again. We, we spend a lot of time up and down in London. I remember we were chatting on the front of the bus about how many times we stopped in the same services. We seemed to be there all up really? and down. <laughs> yeah, it was good, yeah. And staying over and it was good, yeah. It was mm-hmm. just, um, and you know, the social, social profile has gone. Mm. Huge, um, and then obviously the next big thing that we performed in the Royal Variety Show, um, which is just you know it's that's just what a you know, you just, yeah yeah you're walking around and seeing all these you know these major artists you're just walking past you think oh that was him there no oh, that's her so yeah. yeah so it's been a really incredible time. Uh, we recorded our first EP as well, yeah. so we recorded um, five songs in a studio in London, uh, and that's been released. And that's just wonderful to see, you know, all these downloads of people buying the, yes, it's...
1: But I love, I love the fact that that the public was so intrigued and that it's choir music, you know, that it's not something else, some other form of entertainment, but there's Mm. real choir music. And it just shows you that if you, uh, you know, I believe if you do something and and put it out there, people are willing to to take it, you know? People are willing yeah, to listen yeah. and...
0: Um, yeah. Well, it's interesting because before Brin's Got Talent and our concerts, we might have a concert in our local village and we'd have maybe 200, 250 come. Mm. So after we'd been on the show, we decided to do a concert in a bigger venue and we sold 800 tickets in a couple of hours. Really, and we yeah. had to put a second night on, and that sold out as well. Wow! So you know, mm-hmm. you're looking at yeah. from 250 mm-hmm. people in this area to 1,600. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a concert uh, a week in two weeks' time, and I think it's over a thousand tickets sold. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it just shows you know, and the responses because we obviously have got this tour that we're going to different venues. The response is incredible. You know, the way it's sort of like a new audience. Yeah, you know, I, I've been brought up that you just clap quietly in a concert. These are cheering, they're really? screaming but these out. Are
1: really yeah, they're
0: wonderful. Yeah, and one of the biggest, I think, the, the biggest interesting thing is obviously you've got music that fits winning Langotha International Estella to become Choir of the World. You've also got music that is for a TV reality show. Mm. Now, you can't do them both, they just but the same choir has done both, I think, yeah. which is really, mm. really impressive. Mm. The choir have sung repertoire to win quite a world. They've also sung repertoire to do really well on a TV programme. And I think that is very, very powerful and very interesting. They haven't kept the same. They've they moved. The swing of what they're doing has moved in relation to what the market has been. Mm. Um, and I think that is a massive strength of the choir. But what is really important that in, in our concerts, we sing both. We sing the winning choir, the world music, and we also sing the sort of more really? pop. Mm-hmm. And it, all the pieces go down just as well.
1: Really? So, so it, that jo- just, it just shows you.
0: It, it does. Shows. It does show you that, that people, you know, appreciate quality and they appreciate people putting a passion into something. Uh, and they're, they're willing to accept different types of music. You know the, the the clapometer is just as good for the pieces somebody sang for in the choir world than we do for you know the Britain's Got Talent. So uh, yeah, it's really interesting times.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that you said that the audience really cheered and and clapped and and. Went a bit crazy when you sang on Britain's Got Talent. It mm. just shows you the audience. They, it's it's a, a human reaction to to be that excited when something is beautiful, and then sometimes yeah. we think we're not allowed to do it when you're in a sitting in the yes. you know, Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Well, you,
0: you you know, I always say to them, to the lads, you know, you've got to express yourselves, and you know, you know, they're your target audience, and they? they, you have to make them feel. That they're part of the song, uh, so that's really important. And if you can do that, you, you're doing something right, aren't you? If they can feel the music, uh, that's your job as the artist, sort of thing. Um, it's a bit like um, it's a bit like a chef, I suppose, isn't it? You know, the chef makes the food. Uh, the choir, and maybe the waiters, taking it to them, mm-hmm. and the the, the 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 you know people eating the food are the, the audience. Yeah, uh, you know, so that's the job, really. The choir's job is to deliver the music from the, what the composer intentions were to the to the audience here. Yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. And do you think this, uh, the fact that you you had this exposure and um, exposure to people who don't normally would listen to choir music, mm. uh, do you think that would that's a great thing also for younger children to? to have a look at that and see, okay, maybe I would be interested mm. in seeing in a choir as well.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. I'm slipping again, can I?
1: Yeah, 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 do it. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's
0: fine. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, we go back to um, me going up the road hiding or coming out to school so none of my friends would see me. Um, I We've got two young lads in the choir in school, and they're like celebrity status really? being in a choir now. So that's a lot different to when I was in school. I was the only one I was hiding. They're now like celebrity status and that they're involved in it um you know and that's wonderful i'd say the you know how we how we perceive being an acquire has changed i'd say years has changed and if i can do anything to help that I'd, I'd you know do my utmost to do so
1: and i think also it's um somebody also mentioned uh, or told me that you know in in south africa for example where where you have the townships and the people don't have money to buy instruments they have the instrument it's your voice you know so it's yeah it's, you 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 can sing and and we all yeah. can sing. maybe not everybody as good but you have the voice and and you can mm. go for training yeah or,
0: yeah or yeah i think it's interesting there's a lot of interest there with the voice how the human voice is so unique you know and it changes from where you're born where you live sort of thing that's, it's, that's incredible that is you know how we've got different countries have sound different Um, in their voice but like you say it's you know where we're all born with a voice and uh, yeah it's it's the free instrument It's and it's the only internal instrument as well which makes it really interesting isn't it it's the one that's connected to the heart the most you know, um, by far, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's renowned that singers don't sing if they don't feel great. Mm. And, you know, the, the the instrument will change, whereas the piano, you know, wonderful instrument will sound the same. I'm yeah. not sure. I know, I know my old piano, he hasn't got many feelings, but, you know, it's. <laughs> it's 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 an internal instrument isn't it yeah and so
1: now, the the age uh, the age uh, difference in your choir so or, or the age range i would say
0: yeah we've got a big age range i would you know we've got some 14 uh, um, year old 15 um, right up um to numbers that start with 7 i don't know what the next number is but you know it's, oh, okay, it's a, okay yeah it's a bit it's yeah. a big gap yeah. that isn't it you know How um, amazing and, and, yeah. I, and i think both end of the ladder, um, get something mm. from each other, I would say. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, I certainly do. I certainly have kept um that youthful element if you know I've surrounded with youthful singers, it, you know, it makes it does make a difference, you know, um does to me anyway.
1: Mm. Yeah. But now Aled, um what What is the wish for you for the choir and the future? Well,
0: yeah, I think it's a, it's a tricky one that is, um, you know, amongst all this, there is me, um, which I, you know, there's, how can I say it? You know, it's, it's something I would like to pursue myself. And, you know, this to be my full-time career. Um, so obviously at the moment, I've had the songs um, published, and I'm sending those out, and get a lot of requests from all over the world um, for my arrangements. So at the moment in time, I'm concentrating on things like that, and you know, I'm trying to get as many people in the world to perform my music. Um, but it's, it's not easy, you know. It's um, it's not easy at all. So um, so that's yeah. So for me personally, that's where I am up to um, with the choir.
1: Um let me just ask you this. So you are you arrange and, and write for choir only or, or for for voice? You um, so for yeah, voice? Yes,
0: yeah. so all the arrangements we've performed on the shows and on the EP I've arranged um, for them. It's quite it's quite unique, really, that um somebody would write normally in these T V programs, they would have somebody to write the music for you. But because it's such a sort of um selected market, I would say, it's quite it's not heard of as, you know, there, there are um, uh, modern arrangements of um, Dijon, this type of pop music, but it's interesting, my arrangements, I would say, bring me back to Sitting in Chapel. And they are very based on sort of my, my sort of um, traditional upbringing with a mixture of new so I would say the style is quite old but the the melodies are new Um, so I write the music Um, so that's what I'm up to personally at the moment is just um, trying to sort of um, go down that alley pathway a bit more I would say Um, and you know this has given me that platform to do that yeah um to reach out to choirs and say would you, you know would you like like me to write an arrangement for you so i'm getting a lot of requests all over the world why there's an australian choir learning the song and mm-hmm. yes yes so there's choirs. here yeah, yeah, there so it, yes and um, you know the, the actual arrangement itself is selling selling wow well. yeah. uh, nice. but what i've had to, what i've had to do now is i've arranged them for mixed voice choirs mm-hmm. and female choirs uh, because I know obviously that, you know, it's it's quite a um, targeted market, male voice oh, yeah. repertoire. Um, so that's where I'm up to at the moment, which um, I, I'm real good uh, and really enjoying that. Um, mm. Bit of a change to me, writing for a mixed voice choir. Yeah, mm. so that's where I'm up to. The choir are busy. Uh, they've got these tours, so we, you know, it's that's a different ballgame, trying to get everybody in these different places. Oh, yeah. You know, so we've got a lot of hotels, buses booked, um, so yeah, so it's really good. We've um, you know got some wonderful artists with us as well, Welsh um, guest artists. Um, so it's just um, balancing everything. I would say trying to be, you know, obviously we're doing a tour, which most professional companies would do. You know, it's it'd be hard enough as an amateur to do a tour. Never mind thirty-eight amateurs. Yeah. You know, so so it's it's got it's 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 got it. This year's got it. The different challenges that we've had in the past um you
1: know, yeah so are you a good businessman or do you can you do that side of things as well?
0: I do that side yeah really? yeah uh, yeah oh, I, yeah yeah I'm uh I've learned lo- lots I've learned lots you know I've been on zoom calls like this with big theaters and at the same time I'm googling what that word meant because i haven't got a clue what that word meant so I'm like what's that mean <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah we'll do that yeah, I've I'm sure
1: they're Googling on the other side what you're yeah, looking
0: Yeah. So it's, I've never used, I, this year I think I've used a calculator more than I did when I was in school, <laughs> really? trying to look at ticket sales, how much this costs, how much of that costs, you know, um, yeah, trying to um, sort out rooms um, mm-hmm. in different venues, you know, that we're staying over. And I'm just trying to map out. I've learned my actually I've actually learned a lot about geography as well. I wasn't I'm terrible at geography, but yeah. now I know where places are because we'll get a request in.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and so but my day I hope you
1: make it a, I hope you make a little star at Vienna so that you can come and, oh, and sing here. Wouldn't yeah, that get, be great? Yeah.
0: Well we get requests every I had one this morning, Australia. Really? Um, Canada, it's, it's just please come here, please come there. So it's just making the most of it and it's yeah, um, yeah. but no, we could we could do with an agent to, to come in and exactly. take all the job up, take yeah. all the work off me. Yeah, and let yeah. me mm.
1: so you can just focus on on the creative side of
0: things. Yes, you know? yeah, I suppose I'm trying to use my creative side in the planning. Um, in the business
1: as well. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so but it would be nice if somebody come along and took all these not so nice jobs off me and I could just mm-hmm. do the jobs I really like yeah.
1: yeah because I think that side you get people who enjoy that side of things as well For them that's that's wonderful to do that organizational side of things
0: yeah they do it a lot they do it a lot quicker don't they? they 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 do things a lot quicker and they don't yeah, they don't stay up all, all night thinking, did I book the bus? Uh, you know, and, you, and yeah. even though you've checked you check five times you booked the bus, you're still worried there's going to be there? Yeah, mm. efficiency is the...
1: Well, um, Alet, I'm going to make the wish that you come to Vienna because I would love to see oh. you choir here and 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 meet you in person as well. And um, and really, I wish you all the best. It's amazing you and, and talking to you now, you've got such a uh, wonderful uh, personality and energy around you and and I, I can just imagine that's what you're also are giving to your choir and that's what they also get from you
0: Oh, That's very kind and um, thank you for this wonderful um, opportunity and invitation
1: It's a great pleasure Gravity
0: don't make no sense when you're around. I come up against myself when my head get loud I don't know how you do it but you turn them down